With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with you for another episode of Let's Ride Your Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast as a part of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Make sure that is your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Have great film room breakdowns. We have great commentary, have great features, breaking news, you name it, you got it. If you're a diehard Steelers fan, there's no other place you should be. And wherever you get your podcasts, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, Pandora, Spotify. Look us up. Follow. Subscribe. Follow. Do whatever you have to do so that you don't miss a thing. Just search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, and you'll find us. You don't want to miss it. Trust me, we're expanding our podcast shows coming up closer to training camp. I'm really excited. We're really narrowing down who we're going to be adding, what that show is going to look like, how is it going to expand. It's exciting. It's exciting stuff. You'll be hearing more about that in the coming weeks. I do want to give a big shout-out because I I can't say it enough. I cannot say it enough. The Jerry Cherry Band, all the music that you hear in our morning podcast, except for Michael Beck, a deputy editor from Canada, uh, all the music outside of Michael's Live Mic podcast on Tuesday is the Jerry Cherry Band. That includes The War Room with Matty Peverell. That includes Dave Schofield's. Stat Geek, and that's my Let's Ride podcast. Even Factor Fiction over the weekend with Brian Anthony Davis. It's all the Jerry Cherry Band who has given us 
ex- not, I wouldn't say exclusive rights, but he's given us the okay to use his music, and we really, really appreciate it. It gives us a really good feel. It gives it a studio sound. It makes everything better. So thank you very much to the Jerry Cherry Band. Check him out on Twitter and on YouTube. He has a great channel, especially if you're a novice guitarist like myself. Check out some of those videos. You won't, you won't regret it. Okay, today's show. The Steelers, 2021, we're entering the dog days of summer, and we say this every year, you have the draft, which is really exciting, you have free agency, that can be exciting, not really for Pittsburgh, but still, uh, you get into this place in June where you have OTAs, organized team activities, the Steelers are in the midst of their second week, there's three weeks of phase three, they're in their second week of OTAs right now. They still have one one week next week. There's supposed to be four workouts. They typically do three. And then after that, they have mandatory minicamp. So they, we get a little bit of news. We get a little bit of news. Football and shorts is football and shorts. It's better than no football at all. That's what I always say. And so we give a little bit of news, and then you have that July, that whole month of July where there's nothing. There's, I mean, literally, if, if you're hearing news in the month of July, it's typically, we'll say 95% of the time, it's bad. It's someone got arrested. It's someone got injured. It's something like that. You don't want to have to write about it. You don't want to have to talk about it. Yet that is the reality that we face. And so I decided we're going to play a little game today. We're going to play a game. I love this game Uh, as an optimist. You know, on Monday, I did the antithesis of my previous Monday podcast, which I, I had done last week, the five reasons why the Steelers will make the playoffs. This week, I did five reasons why they won't. I hated that show. I thought the show sounded great. I I thought everything came across okay, but I'm not that type of fan. I'm not that guy. I am the, I am the fan that I always see the glasses half full. Black and gold goggles on. Call me a homer. I don't care. And so I'm always around and engaging with whether it's on Twitter, whether it's my live locker room. I'm on the locker room app, my live Let's Ride podcast every Tuesday night. There are always fans, and especially, my goodness, especially on our live YouTube shows, I'll be live uh, every Thursday night with Dave Schofield and Brian Anthony Davis on the th- on the Steelers preview, if you have never checked that out before. In our, in our live chat, there are some really, really negative fans. And I decided let's play a little game today. Let's play a little game, a little game called What If. That's playing the What If game with the 2021 Steelers. So we're going to play. I feel like I should have some music here. Like, dun, 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 dun. Welcome to the What If game, the, the 2021 Steelers version. And what I have is 10 What If statements, and we're going to run through them. And we're going to talk about, well, what if this actually happens? What if this takes place? What if this plays out this way? And when you think about it this way, understand, even though you might listen to this and maybe one of them, maybe some of them, maybe all of them, you will see it one way or the other, understand that all of these possibilities are still possibilities. None of these what-if statements are factual one way or the other. And so we're just throwing it out there. Because it could happen. You might disagree and don't think it will happen, but it could happen. So let's get this started. I think the most important one. The most important one. What if Big Ben Roethlisberger is not washed up? You hear the narratives all over the place. You hear him saying, oh, Ben Roethlisberger's arm is shot. Roethlisberger came out uh, earlier this week at OTAs and talked about how his arm was tired and fatigued last season 
I don't think anyone would be shocked if you look at it from a logistical standpoint that that took place. Nonetheless, what if he isn't washed up? What if what we saw in 2020, the 11-0 Roethlisberger, is what we're going to see for an entire 17-game schedule this year? I've talked about it before. He's had plenty of time to rehab. He's had plenty of time to get his elbow right, to get his arm strength back where it was or should be. What if Ben's not washed up? What if he's actually going to come out and play really, really good football? That is a possibility. Let's please keep that in mind. When everyone always wants to bash him and say, oh, the turnovers and the playoffs, no one's suggesting, myself included, to take those away. No one's suggesting to stop thinking about that. But let's also not forget that this man threw 33 touchdowns, I believe, to 10 interceptions last year. And the majority of those interceptions came towards the end of the season. So keep that in the back of your mind. This is a player. And I've always said it, and I'll continue to say it. He is the straw which stirs the Steelers' drink. This player could come out and surprise a lot of people. So what if Big Ben isn't washed up? It's good news for the Steelers and for the fan base. Let's go to the next one. What if the Steelers' secondary is better? This was a question that I had uh, on my live show on the Locker Room app, which, by the way, you can get that that app for completely free. The Locker Room app is free for both iOS and now the beta version for Android. You can join me every Tuesday night live, and then I'll put that out on a podcast form on Wednesday. And so I had someone call in, and they said, what if this team actually got better in certain positions, even though they've lost players? Maybe, that's what, maybe that is a possibility. Let's take a look. So what if the secondary in general is actually better? Well, the safeties are back. Minka's back. Terrell Edmonds is back. The Steelers picked up Minka Fitzpatrick's fifth-year option. They did not pick up Terrell Edmonds' option. I thought that was expected. That, that's just a high price tag for Terrell Edmonds. Will he be back? No one knows. But he's back this year, final year of his rookie deal. He's going to have to really make make some plays if he wants to find a a lucrative contract with the Pittsburgh Steelers after the season. Outside of that, you lose Steven Nelson, and you lose Mike Hilton. And I'm not here to say that those are losses that are just, yeah, they are what they are. They were both two very good players. But they they bring back Cam Sutton. I said this on Tuesday night live, and I'll say it again. If the Steelers wanted to bring back Mike Hilton, I feel like they would have. Mike Hilton did not get signed right away by the Cincinnati Bengals. That's where he ended up. But Mike Hilton sat around for a little bit. The Steelers didn't wait. They went and got the guy that they wanted, and that was Cam Sutton. So if Cam Sutton, if he replaces Steven Nelson, is he an equal on the outside? Can he do what Steven Nelson did? Steven Nelson had a phenomenal 2019 season. I would th- I think most would agree that his 2020 season was not – It was not as good. I don't want to say it was bad or anything like that, but it was not as good. So if Cam Sutton kind of nullifies the loss of Steven Nelson, do they have the players on the team to fill in for Mike Hilton? You think about someone like Arthur Millette, and I've said this before ever since I read Jeffrey Benedict's article on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com where he broke down the film of how Millette could be that Mike Hilton type for the Steelers. I think about players like James Pierre, which, by the way, I said Justin Pierre last last show. I'm an idiot. I'm, my apologies. Uh, you even have Justin Lane in the mix. You have some uh, some undrafted rookies that could possibly be there. Uh, even Antoine Brooks Jr. is a safety, but could play down in the box and do some of those things. I feel like the Steelers' secondary is going to be just fine. Are they going to be as locked down as they once were? I think back in 2019, I thought that was the the peak of the Steelers' secondary. Maybe not, 
but I think they could be better in an upgrade from their 2020 version because people forget Mike Hilton was hurt for a lot of last season. He was banged up. He had that shoulder injury that kept him out of the lineup, and the Steelers' defense continued to do the job. I think that's going to continue. Let's go to the next one. What if the Steelers can actually run the football? Whoa, that's a, what a novel idea. The Steelers actually being able to run the football effectively. So you have a team that finished dead last in the most important statistical categories when it comes to running the football. Yards per carry and yards per game. They finished 32nd out of 32. That is an embarrassment. Art Rooney II talked about it. Mike Tomlin's talked about it. Ben Roethlisberger's talked about it. They drafted Najee Harris in round one, 24th overall. Because of that, they have hopefully put together an offensive line with Zach Banner and, and Chooks Okorafor and Kevin Dotson. You don't know about the center yet. Maybe it's Kendrick Green. Maybe it's Finney. And you hope David DeCastro returns to form. What if they can actually run the ball? It has a ripple effect. If you can run the ball effectively, now all of a sudden Ben Roethlisberger doesn't have to do it all. Go back to the first what if. What if Big Ben isn't washed up? If he isn't washed up, if he doesn't have to do it all himself, the Steelers' offense will be just fine. They'll be just fine. And yet for some reason, and I don't know why, but for some reason, some fans think that it is a lost cause, that just because they got Najee Harris, just because they are because they lost some players along the offensive line, that there's no way they can run the ball. I disagree. Matt Canada's in there now. He's a coach that is known to be able to create running lanes, to be able to create an offense that, is, that is, thrives on running the football. You can go back to his days at Pitt. You can look at his days in Maryland. It doesn't matter. The Steelers, what if they can actually run the ball? It would make them so difficult to defend. When you look at the wide receivers they have on the team, it would make them so difficult to – well, let me not say it's so difficult. It would make them less predictable, which is something that was the, the bane of our existence under Randy Feetner. Everyone knows that. So what if the Steelers can run the ball? That might be the biggest what if surrounding the Steelers entering next season. Let's go to the next one. What if the Steelers' rookie class has four to five contributors outside of special teams? I've always touted the 2020 class, only six players, but think about it. Half of that class turned into starters. Chase Claypool right off the bat. Kevin Dotson starting in year two. Probably should have been starting in the playoffs if they wouldn't have put Matt Filer back in there after coming off IR. Alex Highsmith was starting by the end of the season, not because he outperformed Bud Dupree, because Bud Dupree got hurt, but still, this season, all three of those players I just named, Claypool, Dotson, Highsmith, all starters, Think about that for a second. Six picks, three starters, that's incredible. If you look at this draft class, what if the Steelers had four to five contributors, not necessarily starters, four to five contributors, and we're not counting special teams here. I want to make that very clear. Special teams, rookies are always going to play on special teams if you make the team. But Okay, so Najee Harris, we know he's going to have a big role. That's one. Okay, Pat Fryermuth, I still think even though Eric Ebron's going to be the tight end one on the depth chart, he's going to play. He's going to play a lot. I think that's more than just being a contributor. I think he's going to have a big, very big role. It might be as a blocker, but he's going to have a very big role. Kendrick Green, everyone is expecting this kid to be able to win that starting center job. And even if he doesn't win it outright, I have a feeling he will be the starting center by the time the year ends. I think that is a huge contributor. And then if you even go into the fourth round, Dan Moore Jr., can he beat Joe Haig? I think that he beats Joe Haig for a lot of reasons. Number one, 
He could be that backup swing tackle. He has the size. Joe Haig did not impress in his time in Tampa Bay. And if the Steelers decide to part ways with Haig, it helps them in their compensatory draft formula. And that matters for a team like the Steelers that need all the draft capital they can get. And then if you even want to throw in a fifth, if you want to throw in, I'm not even going to count special teams. I'm not going to count my boy Presley. Okay, I'm not even going to count that. I should. So that's five right there. Let's count them. We'll throw them in there. Big boy, 260, big punter, big leg. Let's say he wins the job. He gets the weasel out of town. That's Jordan Berry. So that's five. Could you have six? Buddy Johnson maybe could be a player that if there's an injury to Vince Williams, if there's an injury to Robert Spillane, he could be the guy that steps in. I'm not counting on that right now. There's definitely three. I think there's going to be four. Might even be five or six. This is incredible. This is absolutely incredible. So what if... If I thought the 2020 draft class was special, this 2021 draft class might be special because they might have a ton of contributors early. Some might say that's not a good thing. Some might say that's a sign of a team that has a lot of holes. I'm not necessarily buying into that. But what if the Steelers rookie class has four to five or six contributors outside of special teams? Job well done by Kevin Colbert and company. All right, let's do one more before we take a break. What if the wide receiving core is top five in the NFL? There's a lot of fans out there that the wide receiving core is it's kind of its own enigma. You know, you got Juju Smith, Juju Smith-Schuster back. Juju coming back was a big help, in my opinion. So Juju's back. We know Chase Claypool is really dynamic. He's going into his second year, though, still young, still learning. Deontay Johnson, he had his issues catching the football. That sounds just so idiotic when you say it out loud, that a receiver in the National Football League had – struggles catching the football that's what you're paid millions of dollars to do I digress be a Deontay Johnson is also a very dynamic player if you get him in space you get him the ball in space it's rare that one person is going to bring him down he's normally going to make someone miss his lateral speed and agility is unbelievable when he gets the ball in his hands he's dangerous you throw in James Washington who is different than any other receiver on their roster not the specimen of Chase Claypool he doesn't have the the I don't even comparing him to Juju Smith-Schuster is not the right comparison because James Washington is not a slot receiver. I still think that Juju Smith-Schuster is best suited for the slot, even though it's probably not going to happen that way in 2021. James Washington is a down the field player. He is tough. He will make. He has great hands, great combat catcher. Uh, he's going to be the odd man out in most scenarios, but still great depth. And then you throw in Ray Ray McLeod. He's kind of like a Deontay Johnson type, smaller. He can run the ball. He can definitely catch the ball. Not going to be more of a gadget player, but still, he is a contributor. I think that this wide receiving core is very deep. I think that this wide receiving core is very good. And I think that they're going to be a huge part of this team's success or failures if you can't hold on to the football, i.e. Deontay Johnson, i.e. Eric Ebron, because you throw in the tight ends. Now, all of a sudden, the receiving core got even deeper. So I'm looking at this and saying, could they be top five? Absolutely, they could. Absolutely, they could. But again, there's a ripple effect. If they can run the ball better, it's going to open up the pass, but it's also going to limit some of their numbers. So this is not just all statistics. This is not just me saying that they're going to have the best statistics in the National Football League. It is also me saying that, honestly, they could just be that dynamic. All right, so we have more of the what-if game coming up. We went through five. We have five left in the second half. We will be right back to talk about all those after this break. Stay tuned. With 
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second segment of Let's Ride. I am Jeff Hartman, your host. Welcome back as a part of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and our Behind the Steel Curtain podcast platform. I hope that you're enjoying all of our content that we provide. We are going through the what-if game, the welcome to the what-if game of the 2021 Pittsburgh Steelers. What if? That's what we've been doing. So we already went through five. Let's recap those quickly. What if Big Ben isn't washed up? What if the Steelers' secondary is actually better? What if they can actually run the ball effectively? What if the Steelers' rookie class has four to five contributors outside of special teams? And lastly, what what if the wide receiving core is top five in the NFL? All right, let's go to the last five. What if the Steelers still lead the league in sacks? I remember when the Steelers recorded 50 sacks. I think I was doing a Steelers preview podcast. It was definitely a podcast with Brian Anthony Davis. And the question was brought up, can they do this again? Can they do it again? And I remember sitting there thinking, no. I mean, this is a great achievement. I mean, 50 sacks in a season, that's incredible. But no, they can't do it again. This is probably just a flash in the pan. Next year, they'll kind of come back down to earth. Boy, were we wrong. I mean, boy, were we wrong. They've done it. And they've led the league, I think, the last three years. And a lot of people will say, well, Jeff, you know, Mike Hilton's not back. So, therefore, you're, he blitzes a lot off the edge. He's a good guy. To, he's, he typically has a, a couple sacks here or there throughout a season. He was on fire at the beginning of last season, by the way, and then he got hurt. But Dupree's not there. That's going to hurt you on the edge. That's going to it's gonna make these numbers go down. Oh, and also Steven Nelson's not there. Remember, chicken or the egg scenario. If you have a secondary that can hold up, the quarterback doesn't have anywhere to throw the football, therefore your pass rush can get home. So Steven Nelson not there. Does that hurt you? Well, what if the Steelers are still able to lead the lead in sacks in 2021? We know TJ Watt is there if he can stay healthy, and this is all barring health, okay? I'm not ever going to predict that someone's going to get hurt. So if everyone stays healthy, again, I've said this earlier in the podcast, Cam Sutton, I think, is going to be is going to cancel out the loss of Steven Nelson. I honestly do believe that. I think that the Steelers missing Mike Hilton will not be – you will not miss him as much as you think. I Again, I'll say that again. You are not going to miss him as much as you think. You loved Mike Hilton. He was a great story. But I feel like they have some people waiting in the wings that can do his job. Alex Highsmith, if there's a concern about Alex Highsmith, I'll be honest, it is not as a pass rusher. Even as a rookie, he proved to me and probably to his peers, meaning the people he went up against, that he can get to the quarterback. He has a pass rushing prowess that Bud Dupree never and still doesn't have. His ability to mix it up, to get after the quarterback, the spin move, the underneath, the rip, whatever edge pass rush move you want to talk about, he can do it. And he's added muscle on this offseason. The key to that, by the way, and as a personal trainer, this is really important. He added like three to four pounds of muscle. 
people will say, uh, that's three or four pounds. What, what is this? Is he really talking? Like he weighs 250, he comes in at 254. That is, you all don't understand. That's significant. If and you look at images of, of Alex Highsmith at OTAs, he is conditioned. I talked about this before when I mentioned about Najee Harris after rookie minicamp when Mike Tomlin said he's a highly conditioned athlete. If you can add muscle without putting on fat, that means you keep your speed, you keep your endurance, and yet you're adding strength. That's what he needs. That's what Alex Highsmith needed, and he looks like he's ready to take a huge step forward in 2021. And I think his sack number is going to be there. I think he's going to be better in run support. That's my concern for him. But honestly, the Steelers leading the league in sacks, I'm not even mentioning, by the way, I haven't even mentioned having someone like Devin Bush back, having Stephon Tuitt, who had 11 sacks last year, Cam Hayward's going to continue to wreak havoc. When Cam Hayward wreaks havoc, it doesn't necessarily equate to sacks for him. It might mean a double team slides to him and Stephon Tuitt is now one-on-one with his opponent. He's going to win that matchup. TJ Watt's going to continue to do his thing. Vince Williams is going to get to the quarterback, Robert Spillane as well. This Steelers team is still primed to lead the league in sacks in 2021. So what if they do that? I'm not going to be surprised anymore. (laughs) I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson. We'll put it that way. All right, here we go. Next one. What if the team thrives on the challenge of the league's toughest schedule? What if the team, what if the Steelers thrive on the challenge? Last season, they had one of the weakest schedules. They started out 11-0. We all know that was great. But what if this team thrives on the fact that they have the toughest schedule based on 2021 percentage in the NFL? Man, that is, that's what you want to see happen. That's what you want to hear is that this team is ready to step up to the plate and not have to worry about playing down to their opponents. I think that this team, they do have some veteran leadership. I talked and did an entire podcast last Friday on the leadership on the Steelers team. Go back and check that out if you missed it. But still, I feel like they have a veteran leadership. They have a good injection of youth. They should be able to learn from this schedule, which leads into the next one. What if they don't win as many games, they being the Steelers? What if the Steelers don't win as many games but are more battle-tested for the postseason? This could happen. This absolutely could happen. And I'm someone, I have I've did the prediction show once the schedule was released myself, Brian Anthony Davis, Dave Schofield on the Steelers preview. We went live and we predicted the schedule. And I want to say I had them finishing about 12 and 5. Remember, 17-game schedule. That's gonna, it's going to take me years to not say, oh, they'll finish 9 and 7 or something like that. So I think I had them winning about 12 games, even if they won 11 games. In comparison to last season, it's going to look horrible. But I just want to remind everyone, it is a tough schedule. But if the, I still think last season, if they would have faced some on-field adversity earlier, they faced adversity. My goodness, no one was impacted more from COVID and, and the delaying of games and changing of bye weeks than the Pittsburgh Steelers. No one, no one, not even close. So they had adversity last year, but it wasn't on-field adversity. They never had that game where they should have won and they lost, and you learn from it, and you get better from it. And we all say it. It's better to win than lose, and that's true. You can you can never say that it's better to lose than to win, but sometimes losing can bring out character. Losing can be a, the best educator possible and the best, you know, to really get yourselves focused and, and get your mind right. Last season when they were 11-0, everyone was 
riding high and tweeting all this stuff and winning. Never never heard of her. That was the quote that Chase Claypool put out there after a win. Uh, it's it's just one of those things where I feel like this team could actually be better suited for a postseason run if they struggle a little bit, as long as it doesn't go haywire, meaning injuries are running rampant and the Steelers are struggling. That's not what you want. All right, this next one is one that's really fun. What if Dwayne Haskins is actually the future? Again, this got brought up on my Tuesday live Let's Ride show on the Locker Room app. Someone brought up Dwayne Haskins, and I had someone that in the in, – there's a chat area on the app as well. And they said, oh, you know, Ben Roethlisberger had the quote earlier this week. He said, Dwayne Haskins' throwing motion is just perfect. He said, he, I think he could throw a ball through a car wash and it wouldn't get wet. He, the kid has a cannon. He's always had a cannon. And I, I laughed at that, and they said, well, probably because Dwayne Haskins missed the car wash and threw it through two windows. And I chuckled and laughed about it because it was a funny comment. But at the same time, what if Dwayne Haskins actually pans out? Think about what that would mean. If he actually stays with the Steelers organization, he makes the team. Maybe Joshua Dobbs is cut. He's the third quarterback. And then next year, if Roethlisberger's done, it's an open competition to quarterback. What if he wins the job and actually plays well? Guess what? Now all of a sudden the Steelers have their next quarterback in waiting. And guess what? They got him for practically nothing. For practically nothing. No one wanted this guy. Now, could I be wrong here? Absolutely. We're playing the what-if game. But when it comes to what if Dwayne Haskins can play well and he is the future, man, that is tantalizing. It is tantalizing to think about because Dwayne Haskins this preseason is going to have a ton on his plate, and he's going to have a grade-A opportunity to show the Steelers organization that he's not only a good quarterback, but he's a changed individual that he is done with the stuff that happened in Washington last year that's in the past. He's mature. He is taking this job as that, a job as a professional, and he's ready for it. If Dwayne Haskins is the future, Steeler fans should be ecstatic. They should be absolutely ecstatic because if he's the future, that means he's not only proven his worth, he's playing well. And how awesome would it be to go from one franchise quarterback to another. You may laugh and say, Jeff, this kid sucks. He was a first-round pick, came from a big-time school. I know Ohio State quarterbacks typically don't play well in the NFL, but it only takes one to break that trend. Keep that in mind. All right, let's do the last one here. I found this one to be fun. What if the trio of Kendrick Green, Pat Fryermuth, and Najee Harris are the new offensive core for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Think back to when Roethlisberger was there. 2004, he gets drafted. We all know how crazy that year was. Big Ben becomes a thing. It was Roethlisberger. It was Bettis. It was Fanica. I mean, you could go with a Heinz Ward even. What if these three players, and maybe a quarterback, depending on who that quarterback is in a few years, are the new offensive core? Heck, go back to just a few years ago when it was Brown, Bell, Ben. You had Pouncey. That core, offensive core, they're kind of missing that core right now. What if Green, Fryermuth, and Najee Harris are the core that is just waiting in the wings to just be the next group, to be the next guys? That would be fantastic. I have really high hopes. I got to be honest, the more that I think about this, this team, the more I think about this rookie class, the more I get excited. Not so much that I think they're going to duplicate the success they had in 2020, but the fact that they are just... I feel like there's something very special about this group, about this rookie class, about this coaching staff, and about this team. And if these what-ifs come true, 
because they could. And again, you might sat, you might have sat there, whether you're on a treadmill, driving to work, listening on a train, on a bus, at school. I don't care where you are. I'm glad that you're listening to me, by the way. But if you disagreed with, I don't know, seven out of 10 of those what ifs and said, there's no way that happens, there's still a chance that it does. Until Dwayne Haskins gets cut, there's a chance it pans out. Keep that in mind. All right, folks, let's finish this up with a little heart to heart. So uh, on Thursday, Thursday morning, the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, their official website, Twitter account, whatever, made the announcement that Tunchokin, former player, longtime analyst on the radio side for the Pittsburgh Steelers, is retiring. And the reason why is that he is retiring because of his battle with ALS. And um, this is something that I've talked about before. Uh, but I want to reiterate it. I had a nice thread on Twitter. If you ever want, if you want to read it, just go to follow me on Twitter or just check out my page at J Hartman H A R T M A N underscore P I T. Uh, this is something that is. It, it was a good move by Tunch. Uh, Tunch is a very faith-filled man, and I've, I'm sure that he realizes the battle that lies ahead. And the one thing I always say, because you know, I had one of my best friends die of ALS six years ago. And I, I tell everyone that asks, you know, like, what, the, what was it? What was it like? And his, the best advice I can give anyone is to just live your life to the fullest while you still can. And it brings me back to I remember um, my friend and I when he started to get bad. And he was my workout partner as well. And I remember he, he, there was a time where he was he was putting up some decent numbers. He wasn't a really strong guy, but he showed up every day and we worked out hard. And he was as a personal trainer, I was kind of training him for free, and we were working out together. And there was a time where he, he was doing a bunch of traveling for work, and he got back from Sweden, and he couldn't lift 10-pound dumbbells over his head. Now, my friend wasn't strong, but he wasn't weak either. And that's when we knew something was really, really up. And then it got progressively worse from there. And then when he was basically wheelchair-bound, uh, it was when we decided we need to do something. We need to do something. And I remember we took two trips, in about, they were about two weeks apart, to Pittsburgh. Uh, the first trip was to see the Steelers play the Bengals at Heinz Field on Sunday Night Football. You might remember this game. It was a game that the Steelers jumped out to a huge lead. Um, Antonio Brown returned a punt for a touchdown, and it was Terrence Garvin that broke the Cincinnati Bengals punter's jaw on a crackback block. We were at that game, and it was crazy cold. They were giving away hot chocolate. It was so cold. Uh, and, and it was just a great memory that we had. And then about two weeks later, we drove back to Pittsburgh, and we went to see the Pittsburgh Penguins host the Minnesota Wild. It was a great game, crazy game. I think the Penguins won 7-4, to four, so there was a lot of scoring. Back and forth, Matt Cook's first time back in Pittsburgh after he left. Uh, they did a little tribute for him. Ole Mata scored on a, uh, on a penalty shot, believe it or not. He was a rookie, I believe, at the time. Um, there's a lot, there were, there were fights. There were really, honestly, when you're going to go to a hockey game, you want to see it all. You want to see a lot of scoring. You want to see different scenarios like a penalty shot. You want to see action. And there was plenty of that. I, I do have to give a quick shout out to the Steelers and the Penguins because they were so accommodating to us when we went on those trips. Um, they, they we got to park literally right next to the stadium. Um, when we got to this, when we went to Heinz field, we, we literally, cause he was in, a, I was pushing him in a wheelchair uh, we got to go up through the the boxes, like where the Roonies and, and all the players, families sit. Like we we got to walk back through there to get to our seats. Um, the Penguins just super great. The, the, both both organizations tremendous, absolutely tremendous. Um, but Tunchokin has a tough road ahead, and I hope that he uses this time to do anything that he wants to do before it's too late. And I said this on my in my thread that I put on Twitter today. 
Uh, you know, people always talk about cancer and, and it's a fight. We're going to fight this. We're going to battle this. And, you know, you see those videos of people ringing the bell. They're cancer free. And that doesn't happen with ALS. You don't win this fight. You just have to live your life to the best of your ability before it's too late. And I feel like so many people, they're so focused on like, I'm going to fight, 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 fight. Instead, it should be, you got to live, 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 live. And maybe that's a message for all of us is live your life to the fullest. Live your life as if you know it's going to end. It is. It's going to end for everybody that it's going to end and that you don't want to waste precious moments. That's with friends. That's with family. If you're holding a grudge and you're, you, you, you know, call that person up and say, you're sorry, be the bigger person. So my heart to heart tonight is the good luck and my prayers are going out to Tan Chilkin and his family. I hope he lives his life the best of his ability. And let's hope that we all, Steelers fans everywhere, wherever you live, it doesn't matter, that you all take away something from this. Take away that life is precious. And if anything, if like I know my best friend that passed away six years ago, if he were to give me advice right now, he'd say, Jeff, live your life. Live it to its fullest because it could be gone before you know it. And so that's what I try to do. That's what I try to do, and that's one of the reasons why I started this show. So, all right, folks, I didn't want to be a downer at the end of a, on a Friday show. I hope you have a great weekend planned. I hope that weekend continues to be a, make the Steelers and Behind the Steel Curtain a part of your weekend. Check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. It should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, make sure you get to check out our podcast platform. Wherever you get your podcasts, there's Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain so that you don't miss a, don't miss a thing. And you know how we ended here, folks. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Go Steelers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.